Hello, this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you're listening to the IoT Integrator Wire, brought to you by the Channel Company and sponsored by Intel. We focus on integrators and innovators who are building Internet of Things technology solutions. Our stories are available online at www.theiotintegrator.com, on Twitter at IoT Solution Provider, and on Flipboard at the IoT Integrator Update. This is episode 26, Tackling the Challenges of IoT Security. And today we welcome Christy Davis. She's a cybersecurity expert and a senior strategy and marketing consultant at Audience. She focuses on IoT and OT security and emerging markets and also develops partner and sales enablement strategies. Christy's also the chair of the IoT advisory board at the Channel Company. Welcome, Christy. Thank you, Melanie. Welcome to me and you. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and share some insights on what you do at your position. Well, I have a, a technology background and I'm not going to age myself, so <laughs> I won't talk about how much of a technology background and how far back it goes. Um, but in recent years, I've spent uh, time at an MSSP helping build that out and um, doing a lot around compliance, security and strategy. And obviously, a lot of this IoT, OT stuff really started to emerge during that time. I'm currently a senior strategy and marketing consultant for audience and been really heavily focused on uh, consulting for Microsoft security and all of their go-to-market, looking at their partner ecosystem, the partner relationships that they have to bring together. Um, This is sort of a new environment for them and in terms of that partner ecosystem and what it takes uh, to deliver. So tell me a little bit, How did you first become interested in IoT and cybersecurity? Well, I love everything technology. (laughs) Not really for, you know, the technology itself always, but what it can do for business models. What does it bring for customer experience? How does it create difference in the world? How does it move us forward? Um, It fascinates me, actually. And IoT is obviously a new part of that digital transformation where we're seeing major transformation business models and capabilities, customer experience. So it's pretty exciting. On the cybersecurity realm, I don't think I would have ever thought I was gonna be in cybersecurity. Um, But when I got brought into that MSSP and really looked at what was happening in the world, I really am a true freedom lover. And when I look at the criminal activity, the, the nation state actors and how they're impacting and disrupting business, It really became fascinating to me on how we can actually keep innovating and do the things that are needed to prevent these cybersecurity criminals from inhibiting our ability to conduct business and innovate. And I really do feel like it's going to come um, down to being much more of a utility and something that we build into everything we do so that we can move forward and keep innovating. Um, But it is definitely um, an exciting time in digital transformation when we look at IoT and OT. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like everything's going to come down to security and, um, you know, every day you just see so many stories of um, how crazy it is out there and how how challenging it is. So you you just came back from the exchange conference this week. What topics um, did you hear sort of in the hallway or in the discussion room that were sort of top of mind for people at the conference? Well, I think security was really the whole focus of the conference, but what I heard most in all of the discussions was really opportunity. 
and the need for partners to really integrate security, not just as something that they do and say they do, but really integrate it into the fabric of what they're delivering and how they're delivering and increasing their maturity. Otherwise, they're going to fall off the radar, right? They're, yeah. they're quickly going to be replaced. And I think it presents a huge opportunity either for these partners to up their game or for the partners who are actually already doing this, it's going to create a bigger opportunity for acquiring um, the customers and and really the, the skilled expertise from these partners that probably don't make it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it's going to be a huge differentiator going forward for sure. So yeah. I, I just saw um, yesterday when I was doing some reading on security, you know, security really is one of the biggest challenges in IoT. And I saw a survey with uh, IT security managers that was conducted by Barracuda Networks, and it showed that 93% reported having failed when it comes to industrial IoT and OT security projects. And the reasons they cited for those failures were that the technology itself took too long to implement and the technology was still too expensive. So, you know, what's your advice for even from the conference and from your learnings, you know, what, what can solution integrators do today to address those issues of not only cost, but, you know, just taking too long to figure out those security uh, measures that they need to implement? Well, I think for a long time, security has always been uh, an afterthought when, when we look at this. But when you look at the IoT and the OT space, you know, I think there's a a much longer sales cycle to all of these things, the implications and how we deploy, et cetera. It's just a longer cycle and, and it has to be really well thought out. And I think from the planning perspective, we have to start to really build in security upfront into the whole plan before we start to deploy. And I feel like, you know, just like anything, when something is new, it takes longer to figure out what those processes need to look like. What are those barriers for deployment? How do we sort of cross that chasm and, and get it done? And I think that we are moving forward significantly in this space where those learnings are starting to trickle down to these integrators, into the partners. They're starting to share this knowledge. And I think that the approach becomes much more tactical and pragmatic in the way that we deploy. Uh, but all of those things sort of have to come together. And it's a complex environment where, again, anything new, it takes those kind of learnings before it becomes more of a mainstream way of addressing implementation and security together. Right. And I think there's so many there's so much automation involved that, uh, you know, it's it's a little more challenging. There's just so many devices out there. Do you see the same types of concerns with security for OT devices? Even more actually. And, and to your point, the proliferation of IoT devices everywhere has caused a concern simply because the lines of business can deploy them without ever touching IT, right? Right, right. There's a use for it here as a camera there, it's this here. And those things just sort of proliferate. When you go into the OT environment, you know, it's a different realm. It's not part of the traditional IT makeup. And it's maintained its own governance, its own technology structures and protocols and standards. And I think because you've had those silos, 
traditionally, a lot of this OT never really talked to the internet. It wasn't really connected. They were building it in their own silos. And in fact, when I was part of the MSSP, we did a lot of compliance work where we would come in and try to assess on the OT level um, what was there and, and the lack of visibility um, was clear. In fact, a lot of these OT people set in a whole separate part of a building. They have their own machine, their own way of logging on. Um, and I think that there was really just a lack of awareness on the security that needed to be handled or managed in an OT environment itself. So I, I think that it's, it's been a bigger issue on that, but there's more visibility coming in, especially as you see a lot of the infrastructure getting hit, right? Some of these big attacks against right. these things have caused people to be a little bit more eyes wide open. And I also think that, you know, when you listen to some of the executive order from the government on cybersecurity, critical infrastructure and all of these things have come and taken a bigger view. So I think people are starting to pay attention. What stage they're actually in in that is a whole other discussion, right? I think a lot is still in that awareness phase. And when we would go in on some of these operational things and do an assessment and kind of be able to show you know, sort of open ports and connectivity and uh, things that were happening in that environment, I think it's an oh wow moment for a lot of these OT people. And they're not quick to give some of that up either. So bridging the gap between OT and IT is certainly a progression and it's going to happen, I think, more quickly now that it's become a bigger imperative. Can you compare the threat levels and challenges of security for a Greenfield IoT project versus a Brownfield configuration? And I also want to ask about zero trust. Everyone's talking about zero trust. And is that even, um, how does that impact an IoT environment? Uh, those are all good questions. You know, obviously, when we look at Brownfield, there's so many OT projects and configurations and code that has been sitting out there for decades, right? Um, that has been sort of modernized or connected in some way to, to give some feedback loops. So you have this whole legacy environment and whenever you're dealing with legacy, obviously you've got a bigger challenge, right? How do we go back and integrate this in? How do we, when we didn't even really build this for this, how do we start to incorporate that into the whole security discussion and environment? How do we get that kind of visibility? And I think we see tools coming along that are helping in this measure, but certainly it's much more difficult for a brownfield environment than a new greenfield IoT project starting off. And I, I think it's very important that vendors work with security people and start to bridge some of these gaps by having these discussions and bringing this in far earlier. So when, you, when you're doing Greenfield, it's important that you build it in right away, but also I think you have a bigger opportunity to do so. And I think you're gonna see that more. Zero trust, you know, this is such a big um, discussion point in the marketplace. And it really is a, a great set of principles that carry identity, and access controls and all of those things um, to every part of your digital real estate and landscape from, from people to devices, to applications, to data, and really providing that mechanism to secure um, the access, the ways that you get in, providing least privilege, 
all of those types of things. And I think it becomes an important story wrapped around OT, IoT, anything that's really connected today is going to have to fit in that. And the zero trust discussion certainly carries through that OT and IoT environment. And I think we're going to see more maturity in the security space. I, I think we've been seeing that anyway over the last few years. I mean, I tell people this all, all the time, but even as short as four years ago, we were putting what I call duct tape on new holes in our security platform. We would find a new vulnerability or something else would come up and, and we would just slap a, a Band-Aid on it or a solution. And I think all of these point solutions came out. And I think right now we're sitting in a place where we're able to breathe a little bit, look back. We're starting to see a maturity in the way that we approach security all up. And I think zero trust, these platforms are going to start looking more holistically at the entire threat landscape, including the OT and IoT space. And I feel that that's just going to keep marching forward. And in a couple of years from now, that maturity is going to show. We've been covering a lot of zero trust lately, and I wanted to know what advice you have for integrators who are looking to help educate their customers about zero trust or um, being more involved in security projects for IoT? Well, that's a good question. I, I think for the education process, I think that you know integrators have to educate themselves first. Zero trust has come to mean so many things to so many people. And I think when you look- So true. The, when you look at the vendor landscape, right? You've got a lot of security vendors who have point solutions that might touch a piece of zero trust. So they come out with- their own materials, their own education that really focuses on that piece that they do. Forrester is the one that originally came up with the zero trust principles. And they're a good starting point for anybody who wants to learn about zero trust, what those principles are, and really how zero trust came into being, which is simply that if you look across the threat landscape, identity and access controls and, and providing access to data and credentials are your biggest vulnerabilities. And zero trust started to become a philosophy that, hey, let's, let's take a step back and, and verify, never trust, right? And always verify that a person should be here, a device should be here. Let's start doing that across applications. Let's start making sure that the right access and the right permissions and the right ways into data are validated so that we can start to eliminate the biggest security hole and the most common reason for a breach, which is I gained access to somebody's credentials and they had a lot of permissions to data and I was able to grab that data and do what I wanted. And so I think that zero trust has to be more holistically understood and that there's many, many ways to implement zero trust, but that it has to touch all of the entities that really deal with credentials or access or privilege. And that way, I think if system integrators can educate themselves and then look at their own ways of zero trust, how are they going to implement that themselves? Um, what recommendations do they make? How do they start to approach this with clients and customers? to have a sound level and approach. And I think it's important that, you know, everybody has like a staged approach 
to get people to a bigger and bigger maturity instead of trying to eat the whole pizza at once, if you will. I wanted to step back just a little bit um, to what you were talking about, about OT and IT being in separate rooms. Is that still happening or are we starting to see the convergence more of OT and IT? And are they working in silos? Is the need for for integrated security pushing toward convergence now or is it slowing it down? I think it's in the last several years, it's been pushing it forward, right? I think most people have recognized that they have been siloed um, and that they've and there's certainly going to be pockets of this, right? I, I mean, I think Gartner put out something recently that said over 60% of organizations are simply in the awareness stage when it comes to the OT security journey. So that's a big, big chunk of people that are still not quite there yet, right? But I, I feel that this awareness is building simply because of what we talked about, right? Executive order, these breaches that are really in that OT space that are driving people to have this discussion. I think Gartner also said about 30% were in that um, phase where they're starting to recognize how big the issue really is, right? I've got open ports, I have unmanaged devices, I have no access controls put into this. I, I certainly am creating a problem for my organization. I can see those vulnerabilities. Now it's what do I do about that? And the convergence with IT and OT, I think will keep accelerating because you have to have these into control systems, right? You have to build a risk assessment. You have to have visibility across all of your device landscape. And I think we're seeing that more and more. And even some vendors are really coming out and ed educating some of the integrator environments, certainly the managed security service providers, and they're educating them not only from what needs to happen, but also in the opportunity that it prevents in the marketplace for these partners to really expand their services and help be that bridge. So wherever opportunity exists, right, you're going to see an accelerated path forward. And I think, you know, in the last year or so, we've seen that jump in leaps and bounds and I think it's just going to continue down that path. Well, based on what you've seen in the past, but looking into your uh, crystal ball toward the future, what do you see as the next big innovation in IoT and in security? I think it's just so limitless, right? Uh, I, I feel like the business models that we're creating today are just the tip of the iceberg in terms of customer experience and pushing the fabric forward to um, more and more capabilities for customers to drive their own experience. Um, I mean, we're looking today at um, holograms, right? And, and this is certainly an edge device where a performer can actually sit in one part of the country and produces image or her image directly in a concert sitting um, on the other side of the globe. And I know that that's not really in the tech space, but when you see things like that, you start to imagine that we're moving toward that Jetson world, right? Where more and more things are really driven in a business model toward that customer experience that really changes the business models, but it also creates a demand from the consumer's perspective on what 
what we want to have happen in the world. And from the manufacturing and from the, the retail spaces, I see this just continuing. Um, again, those customer experiences, the ability to drive efficiencies with drones and other types of technology, it's sort of limitless. And then I think when we start to think about how we start to capture that data, how we start to use that scientifically to drive even more products, I think it starts to, to really get exciting. And we're just at the tip of that. From a security perspective, I really see a day when security becomes a utility to everything that we do. And I think it has to get there, right? We have to start to build it into the very fabric of the technology that we're rolling out so that it doesn't become this big drag on innovation and time to market. And I feel that as this visibility grows and that we mature, you're gonna see a huge consolidation in the security market. I think you're already seeing it. Um, you wear point solutions um, and other types of things are converging together to create either bigger markets or they're going to leave. And we're going to start to see a world where, you know, that innovation and security sort of play together nicely and uh, allow us to have that freedom back to conduct business and, and commerce without the disruptions that we're seeing today, or at least not on the same scale. Yeah, that, that's a great point. I feel like, you know, we are seeing security finally just being part of the fabric of, you know, IoT and OT, and it just hasn't been there until now. So it's going to be interesting. I'm sure we're going to have this conversation probably many times in the next few years about security and where it is. So we'll just keep you on speed dial. Absolutely. It's a fun space, actually, simply because we have an adversary to defeat, right? That right. for me is, is, it makes it um, have a purpose, sort of, not always just doing things for money's sake, right? Um, but, but really trying to defeat these nation state actors and these criminal networks who've turned this into a big business. I mean, these organizations are, are literally making millions of dollars a month employing two bits, you know, criminals yeah. to do their bidding. It's something to me that has inhibited business, but I, I look at it from a different angle as well. You know, every time there's innovation, there are criminals. Like what, as soon as we got banks, we had bank robbers. Right. And so, and as soon as we created a measure to stop that, uh, the bank robbers from coming in the front door, they came in the back door. Cars didn't have locks on them until the 1930s. You look at all fax machines when they came out, it was, you know, social engineering was sending a fax telling you to call a number. So criminals are just really opportunistic and they go to the lowest hanging fruit or the biggest opportunity. And IoT OT left unsecured for a long time in the innovation. It it's so promising that these criminals start to see a vast opportunity. And you know, I think innovators don't think about the, the negative side of that, right? We always think about the possibility and the criminals look at it as opportunity. And I think, you know, we're starting to come into a world where we realize these things go hand in glove and the internet and, and digital transformation has created an anonymous environment for criminals, right? Um, where they can't be seen. And so the adversary is a little bit different than we're used to in, in terms of that. And I think 
as we start to mature and we recognize this, we're going to be able to combat that on the same level we did with banks and other types of criminal activity. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, um, we'll see what happens next. Well, thank you for your time. I really appreciated all your insights. Thanks for having me. Sure. So this is Melanie McMullen and Hannah Hurley, and you've been listening to the IoT Integrator Wire sponsored by Intel. You can learn more about IoT solutions on our website at www.theiotintegrator.com or follow us on Twitter at IoT Solution Provider and on Flipboard at the IoT Integrator Update. Thanks for listening and stay connected.